Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Okay, so sorry, Patreon listeners, because this obviously didn't come up before the shift and the video will be up tomorrow because uh, me and Nina got a new camera so we're trying that out and hopefully that'll look nice and then um, for the shift listeners I had said that I would do an episode about like uh, what is a crime and what is like sexual assault and harassment and all that stuff but uh, I haven't finished uh, that yet so I still have to do the research for that and this is obviously late today so I asked Leland to jump on and we're just doing this episode last minute but next week it'll be better I just had a couple of like last minute deadlines I didn't know I would have so I had to like write a lot and act in this like commercial thing so it just was like on top of stand-up and uh, everything this week there was just not enough time in the day so yeah yeah but so thank you Leland for jumping on this with me absolutely I always have fun doing this do you yeah really yeah okay good um i i wanted to say the only thing was when i was doing the commercial this week um and i must look up fuck i have to look up her name because i forget her name but it was with this lady called am i i'm obviously allowed to talk about it right i think so yeah yeah it's fine it's not like they're gonna be listening to this podcast no um but i i ended up listening to her podcast because oh yeah okay so she has a podcast called happier and her name is gretchen rubin and she's wrote, wrote like five books and how to be happy. So the commercial was like, I'd have to improv a little bit. And that's why they, it was so funny because they were like, we loved your improv videos. But like me and Leland both know like that, that, that I don't do improv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I do a lot of crowd work. So it's, you know, and when they said, I love your improv videos, I was like, oh, thank you. Cause you know, I obviously want the gig, uh, but like, and it's similar, but crowd work is just where I'm just, yeah. they meant like off the cuff. You don't want to start off a relationship by correcting someone. Or also... Actually, it's crowd work, not <laughs> improv. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, gross. Also, um, yeah, and I'll be whatever you want me to be if you're paying. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm at that stage of my career where if they were like, we love your work with bananas, I'll figure out how to throw some bananas. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But... Uh, and also, it wouldn't look good if they were like, we love your improv. And I was like, actually, no, because we all know the first rule of improv is yes. And <laughs> That's so cheesy. Sorry. Yeah. I was waiting for you to stop talking so I could say that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wish I kept talking. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> hey, don't judge me. And that's the type of joke you would do. Yeah, so um, sure. what did we read about green flags and relationships the other day? Sometimes you mirror each other's qualities. And it's very unfortunate that I've now picked up your dad joke style. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Okay. 
anyway, um, also I had to research her before just to get like a sense of this person I was going to be working with. And I listened to her podcast. Her podcast is great. Go listen to it. But um, she was interviewed by Oprah. And in the interview, Oprah's like, okay, so, you know, you have, I guess her book has like five things on how to be happier. And it was like all obvious stuff. Um, I can't remember, like drink water, be kind to yourself, healthy, all that shit. Um, and then one of the things she was, she said in the interview, with Oprah, she's like, um, oh, actually my friend once, uh, was giving out about her, 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 her worked with a boss that didn't, she didn't like, but she said, I'm not going to give out about him. So I'm not going to mm. get mad. And then there's going to be better. And she said, like, oh, that really inspired her to kind of, you know, she believes that we think we're our actions. But actually, if we decide, like, I don't want to be mad about this, we can't, we won't act mad about it then. And then we become not mad. So we can kind of decide how we how we feel. So that's her theory. But as I was listening to that, I'd just been bitching about someone I used to work with. And I was like, fuck, I'm already failing at happiness. Already <laughs> failing. <laughs> it's hard, though. It's a hard... um. Because it's good to vent. Like, yeah. oh my God, we're not all yeah. going to be able to like not like to be above everything. I've been thinking about that a little bit lately. Like, you know, not ev- nobody's perfect. So it's okay to give people some passes sometimes. But then like, then there's a point where it's like, okay. Yeah, you can't give them too many passes because then it's like, yeah. all right, well, then you're just unlimited passes now and you could just be bad for forever yeah exactly so you have to like know when you can be like fuck this and know your worth and all of that and know when someone's taking advantage but uh and then you should be allowed to bitch your friends sometimes it's okay it's okay to vent but also i think when you vent too much you're like oh, i'm just sick of listening to myself i'm gonna be over this yeah but uh i i think sometimes as well someone will do one bad thing and then people judge their character off it and they're like oh, i'm done with this person now. they did this and it's like well, you gotta give them a give them a chance to course correct or. Yeah, I think it all like kind of depends on the relationship with the person. Yeah. Because if you're like friends or colleagues, coworkers, or you have like something that like it seems like it's gonna be a relationship where we'll see each other a bunch, then you have to like give them some slack and be like, all right, maybe this isn't them. But if you just mean someone on the street and yeah. they do a shitty thing to you, then it's like. Fuck you. No free chances. I'm out of here. I agree. I think uh, I'm talking more about friends because I'm thinking back uh, over a lot of my friendships and I've always appreciated when someone hasn't just because we never under we never know what someone's thinking. And uh, the reason why I've been thinking this is because I've had a few people say like they've been dating someone, for example, and then be like, he did this. This means and go straight to the negative. And I'm like, or it could also mean, and then I give them like an extremely positive version, which it probably isn't that either. And they're like, oh, I didn't think about that. And I'm like, yeah, so it could be also a million different scenarios. And I think sometimes people, maybe coming out of the pandemic or something, I don't know, but sometimes people are like, can lean to think the worst. I know that the listeners know I have probably thought the best in a lot of people where I didn't probably shouldn't have people i dated before <laughs> maybe <laughs> i was a bit deluded um, but i think there is a happy medium um i just yeah so like so when you presume someone's done something for a certain reason m- majority of the times we really don't know so like when i was annoyed with that guy who i used to work with i even was able to be like and that's just because just of therapy and stuff would be like it, it pr- probably like when he was being shitty at the time it probably wasn't even personal. It's just a 
hadn't really it could be multiple things but you know it's easy to be like oh they don't think i'm important enough to treat me right or whatever and it's yeah. like nah they what is the point i'm trying to get at <laughs> leland um i don't know i think it just all goes back to that happy medium yeah of like give people some slack but not like too much to yeah. and tell people that's what i was thinking of so even when she was saying like the girl was like oh, i'm just gonna treat my boss with kindness I think that's what we're lacking in our, in our, in, in humans sometimes, like you tell people how you want to be treated. So like, I've definitely not done that before. When I started doing it, it's been amazing. So like, instead of being like, fuck them, they did that. Or do you think they're thinking this? Or they did this because of that? Like, I don't know, ask them. Yeah. And I think that takes a lot of courage to be like, even if it's your boss to be like, hey, I really, I can't operate this way. I don't like when you're always nitpicking stuff. And if you could kind of do this with me. I mean, it's harder when it's your boss because you want to get fired, but like, yeah. you can still give them yeah. a chance to, to, um, I mean, if it's a friend or a partner too, but I, I think if it's a boss, you could be like, Hey, I, I really, that's when you're shouting at me all the time, it actually makes me not good at my job. And if you have an issue, I'd rather if you just, we can sit down, talk outside. Yeah. So I don't feel like there's enough of that in boss to employee relationships. I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of people are like afraid to speak up to their bosses yeah um i know my boss right now i could speak up to him but he just because he respects me a lot as mm -hmm. his employee and i had uh my old boss i had the same thing yeah because i remember like um he like uh got annoyed with me for asking questions one time and that just really pissed me off so i'm like i'm just trying to verify things it was just yeah. like a, a sandwich shop so it wasn't like high stakes, but it was just like, I was listening like, oh, does this mean this on the tickets? This mean this? He's like, yeah, it's always meant that. And I'm like, all right, man, well, I'm just trying to make sure that we're getting the right things done. Yeah. And then if you went to another job, they'd be like, you're not asking enough questions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, d I, I had a boss once who s was screaming at me for like 30 minutes in front of people. And I was like crying and they were like, now you're fucking crying. And I was like, if you continue to shout at me, you are going to have to put up with my tears because unless you want to talk to me quietly, I will, I will cry. <laughs> and then they were like, okay. And they yeah. never shouted at me again. But yeah, I think, and I think that goes with friends too, or partners, we can, so this is kind of, I guess it's a broader thing in similar ways. I guess the boss thing made me think about it and certain things with, with, uh, just thinking about when friends were dating people in the past and stuff and how we would all, especially when you're younger, be like, oh, he did this because of this. And you're like, nobody fucking knows unless you say, ask the person. So, um, really just like, if you have an issue, being like hey i'm i'm interpreting this this way but what 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 way did you mean it because we've had situations where you know you have you have meant something different and yeah. when i ask i'm like oh okay and vice yeah. versa same so yeah i all came out of that happiness thing what was the other thing with the happiness thing that uh i like the idea of i'm not gonna feel annoyed about this anymore like just talking talking yourself out of it sure do you think that's possible to just talk yourself out of an emotion? Yeah. To be yeah. like, this isn't... Because I, I think there's like two paths. When I'm annoyed about something, I can like lean into it. Bitch to my friends. Bitch to you. Like, let it take up my brain space. Or I can kind of just like go for a walk. Try my best to forget about it. And eventually I kind of do for the most part. Like if it's not, if it's something I can't resolve, I'm talking about. Yeah, I feel like it's a tough um, case by case basis. Yeah. Because I do think some... All emotions um, work well if you 
go through them and mm-hmm. emote them out, you know, and like, so if you're annoyed at something, be annoyed at it for a bit. Yeah. You know, don't just try and talk yourself out because it's a valid annoyance. Yeah. And I think maybe just trying to figure out the reason behind. If you're like, oh, I'm annoyed at this because of that should be the first thing you do is yeah. whatever your, uh, emotion you have, figure out why you have that emotion and then you can start to like push past it and move on yeah my therapist says like what's the trigger so and i think that's really helped even though she wants to kick me off therapy because apparently i'm healed whatever (laughs) (laughs) god great um but i think that's been really helpful because like things will people will do used to annoy me but then i have to go why is that annoying me and it might not even be like them per se but it's like triggering something in me so like and then going are they is it personal Cause that's we get annoyed because you make it personal, and yeah. most of the time it's not fucking personal. So like it really annoys me when friends if they correct me just because I don't like being ha- feeling like I have to like uh, have a citation or whatever. This is only I could this is only an example I can think of now. But if someone does that, I have to just go. This isn't personal. They're not saying I'm an idiot. Yeah, they are just coming from a background where that's okay to do that and i see that as rude or see it as them thinking i'm an idiot but if i just take that second to go is this personal and when it's in when I, or did they mean it in this way do they mean it to be nasty oh no they probably just were from more from different walks of life where i wouldn't do that to someone else so just taking that second and then that kind of calms you down a bit stops you being as no- annoyed absolutely um i think that's a huge skill to learn in life is to not take things personal yeah i used to like get real upset if um partners would not text me back immediately <laughs> what's immediately um maybe like within the hour really yeah wow and uh but then you just start to learn it's like no they're just busy yeah. or i would not not get upset but i don't I'd, I'd just like my mind would run and be like this is it this is the end they're trying <laughs> to figure out how to break up with me now over text and it's like no they're just working or doing whatever you know yeah i think it's like just as well it's so hard when you so when you're a teen in your early 20s it's hard to not make everything about yourself because it's just like you and then as you get older you're a bit more like nothing's really about me yeah. <laughs> i've gotten to the point now where if someone's annoying with me i'm like jesus i didn't even realize you really should have told me that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just thought you were busy when you didn't text back i read a book about it and i'm looking at it right now it says harden up on the bookshelf over oh, there. Oh yeah, stop! Yeah. I remember a boss once saying you need thicker skin, and I was like, D-d-d-d-d-d. well, I mean, yeah, but I think that's more of like you need to realize things aren't about you, and yeah, yeah, because no, I think absolutely. that's also like a, a narcissistic quality as well to think like, yeah, oh, this person's not texting me back because they hate me or something. Like yeah. It's like no, this person's not thinking about you right now. I'd say it leans in. I feel like we don't have the right words for it because I, I wouldn't say it's just narcissism because it also is people who are like self-saboteur where it's sure. like, oh, this person hates me. But then that, even though they're being really self-deprecating, I guess that does sound a little bit narcissistic too. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's, like, it's like self-absorbed. Yes. Because yeah. I feel like narcissism isn't just positive yeah. narcissism. There's also negative. No, no, no. When I'm ta- when I I I mean Neeland, nobody uses the word narcissism in a positive way in the world nowadays. No, no, not like not like that. I'm oh. saying like <laughs> you're like, "Oh, well, look at that lovely narcissist over there." <laughs> I no, no, no. I'm not saying someone else using. I'm saying like there's people who 
think oh. about them too much think about themselves too much in a great way oh i see and then yes, people who sorry, think about sorry. them too much in a bad way i understand you yeah, know yeah, yeah. there's and like self-deprecatory narcissism as well as yes um championing yourself narcissism and people listening to this don't also just go and diagnose yourself with narcissism because we've all had that oh yeah we've been like oh they hate me they haven't texted me back for a while and it's just you're just you're just going through it a little a little bit um for whatever reason and it's usually you just haven't dealt you need to go keep saying this but you need to go therapy but i mean like also just like sometimes a bit of immaturity too or or you insecurity like there's it's like multiple things happening at once yes um and people can feel that at different times in their life because of whatever's going on in their life if it's you know you just got out of a relationship your friend is distant because they've just got into a relationship it might be hard to you might feel lonely and then start to like get a bit like hard on yourself and then and so like it, it again it's not per se a narcissistic thing because it could be just a spiraling thing too sure yeah, yeah. like i've said it before and i say it again but like metaphorically cutting yourself yeah but yeah um, but why why are they like metaphorically cutting themselves just because you get in your head and you let your head spiral and it's like a sometimes people are just like there's the road of like let's be healthy i know it's not about me and okay i'll just be alone for a while my friend needs space it's nothing to it's nothing to do with me or my boyfriend needs space it's nothing to do with me and then a lot of people just don't even realize but they don't take that road they go it is about me my boyfriend needs space. I want to see them more now. Then you push well, that see, person away. I think away. it goes back to narcissism then. Would you? Yeah. Because if it is about me. I guess so. Yeah. It's very narcissistic. I guess so. I guess so. But I also think then that's very common. Sure. I'm not um, saying it's not. Oh, okay. But like, um, I think people need to take a step back a little bit and yeah. realize that most things aren't about you. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when someone needs space. That's a big one. And I think that's really hard for people like when you're if you were very if if someone puts in a boundary it's so easy to get insulted by that or offended yeah but a lot of times just go oh they're it's not that they're if they're they clearly still want to be my friend because a friend will just fuck off completely but if someone's like you know what i i just if they're just if they were seeing you like twice a week and all of a sudden they're only seeing you once a week don't get offended that's fine they're just yeah putting in boundaries and that's really healthy yeah um and uh what was i gonna say yeah i definitely think the people need it because it's like a little bit freeing when you realize that most things aren't about you it's so freeing you and know and don't go too far where you're like nothing's about me it's <laughs> like, no no, no a, a couple things <laughs> are about you yeah, yeah but yeah. W- when you realize most things aren't about you then it's like all right well this doesn't pertain to me because a lot of people i think will something will happen like their friend won't talk to them for a couple of days and then they'll start to run through their head of the reasons why they did something to make them not talk to them. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what, what everyone goes to first. It's like, what did I do? This, this, and this. And so when you start to take that um, uh, philosophy of not realizing that th- most things aren't about you, then you're like, all right, what are some other reasons why this person's not talking to me? Oh, yeah, they said they were going to go camping for a couple of days. Yeah, or they're going through their own shit. A or they're going the through they're their own going shit, through yeah. their own shit. And you could always be like, if someone goes off the radar, instead of being like, oh, it's about me, that it's because I have an annoying laugh or whatever, um, be like, 
And if you do want to check in with them, you can be like, hey, I know you're 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 taking some time to yourself. But if you need it, then I'm here because sometimes it's like really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I know a majority like all of the time, most of the time it's about um, it's not about you. It's about some shit that and it's like every time it's like again back to the advice when you're dating. Every time you think of the negative, you have to think of a positive, too, because yeah. when you're thinking, oh, um, you know, well, my boyfriend hasn't said I love you to me yet. And um this isn't a great example but i think this is something i've always been insecure about you know like uh we when we started together like when we were gonna say i love you and you know uh so an automatic thing would be like oh they just you know don't love me yet or whatever or but uh, or the opposite could be like you know they want to take their time because they really value the relationship and they don't need to rush into something mm-hmm. like that so um that's probably i don't know if that's a great example what's another good example um oh you know my my new boyfriend only wants to see me once a week and i'm used to seeing someone like every night and they're like okay that's cool we can do we i'm no i like that example because it's like it's also like um and we've talked about this a couple times the uh schedule change and shift when you get into a relationship yeah and i think getting into a new relationship uh if you're single for a long time before that's a big shift in schedule priorities yeah and you definitely have to meet the person halfway but mm-hmm. also you have to th- so if one person is like well i'm the type of person who wants to spend every second with my partner and the other person is like i really like my space and you you meet each other in the halfway but if one person is like uh going slow and the other one's more fat like a fast person in the relationship the fast person in the relationship's insecurities would be like are they not into me because they're not we haven't said boyfriend girlfriend yet we haven't done this we don't spend as much time but and so they'll automatically go to the negative and so i'm saying when you do that go to the positive too and go well maybe they want to take their time because they really respect they don't want to rush into anything they want to make sure we get to know each other and uh they don't see the need to like have it on a fast track if that makes sense yeah and they're also just like adjusting yeah or to being and it in a could be in the middle again. that they're just not ready and you know they're not sure it could be but it, my point is it could be so many things yeah and you just need to constantly ask as you go along without being like uh without being like oh my god are you doing this because blah yeah. or i mean so the negative could be like oh well they have 10 other women or 10 other guys on the go the positive could be like they're uh, really taking their time to get to know this person and en- enjoy this relationship. I don't feel. I feel like this is a bad example. Yeah. No, I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I can already tell people are gonna be like, uh, well, there are the negative times. There are times where I was like, oh, he's gone for a night. He must be cheating on me, and then he was. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's true. There are gonna be times where the negative bad answer yeah. is the right answer and then you're gonna project that into your future relationship yeah, yeah. <laughs> so be careful with that too but i think the majority of the time it's not the bad answer yeah and it's probably not the super positive but just just hammering down that you never know what's going inside on inside someone's head yeah. unless you ask them what i just thought of the super positive is like what? oh he's been gone for three days he must be trying to find a perfect engagement ring. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what he's looking for. Yeah, so don't get deluded <laughs> either. Also, for anybody who feels like, oh my God, this is me. I'm narcissistic. Um, narciss- narcissism and all the different levels and like insecurity isn't a bad thing. And it's a lot of, um, it, it comes with a lot of people who had a, like childhood traumas. 
So if you're, uh, if you come out of a family where the mother and the dad loved each other and everything was great and you always had love, you kind of are just naturally a more secure person. And you'd be like, of course, why wouldn't this lovely person that I just met eventually fall in love with me? And if they don't, you'd kind of, you're kind of, you're more like this person, like, well, it wasn't meant to be. I'm gonna meet the next person. Not a lot of people don't come from those environments and they have to teach themselves to be like that so you know i teach teach myself to be like well if it doesn't work out you know you enjoyed that you learned a lot of what about what you want but that's not the person for you and um, but i had to teach myself that so a lot of time when you come from so for me you know growing up was like eggshells and i saw a lot of like uh drama and um so and if when I would come home I could say like oh I love water and my mother would be like you think I'm a terrible mother because we don't have water or something like that yeah, even yeah. though water could come from the tap so I was always like I was always saying the wrong thing and I was always my words weren't like were were like ticking time bombs and I was always walking on eggshells so when you come out of that environment it's easy then to go into your friendships and be like oh my god they didn't text back for a few days is it because I said I like pineapple maybe they don't like pineapple (laughs) so you really for anybody listening you're not a bad person you're just a product of your environment and but you can I just imagine someone like texting their friend three days later it's like hey how come we haven't been talking it's about the pineapple honestly you brought up how you like pineapple and I fucking hate pineapple but for a lot of people who've grown up where their parents were like that where they were like unmedicated mental health issues and 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 you know and and even for kids who saw their dad and mom fighting and they wouldn't see what the real reason is and the mom is like you didn't get the milk and she throws a plate and the dad is like you hate my hair and he throws a chair and then it's like <laughs> it doesn't make sense to the yeah. kids so of course you come out and you're just like and and you know and for those listeners again therapy and like you have to take an extra step to think because security in being secure in yourself doesn't come naturally it's sure. something and you, and i swear to god you can work on it because i feel so good i feel like really good i feel like i have really healthy relationships the past few years and i take take that second and i'll still do it you know i'll still go oh my god is that because i like they look a little bit mad uh, they look a bit angry over there is that because i like didn't automatically lift their dog for them or something or didn't automatically take their jacket for them which is wild why would that be the expectation and then i just go okay katie that's wild that's not that's just you having a moment having a relapse yeah um but you know yeah back in the day it would have been like it would have fixated on things being like fuck it's because i did this and and feel like when someone pulls away that i should like grab on um, and so and you know put, come, come a little further which now i feel like if, the, if friends pull away i'm like also i'm 31 so it's like oh great if i don't see a friend from like a month i know that they're just doing their stuff and i'll text them and i can make the effort you know yeah as Um, adults it's like wild to think what is my adult other friend doing with their life other than talking to me but i can see how when you're younger and how it's heightened if you've come from an environment where your you know your own words can't even be trusted or or it doesn't make sense or drama yeah so i think like we we throw around the words narcissist and stuff like that but like a a lot of people who come from these sort of uh uh environments are like just in just more insecure or have like anxious anxiety attachment ptsd yeah anxiety yeah just general anxiety panic attacks and a lot of time probably don't even realize that it is something to do and then people trigger trigger words 
So like, um, you know, if someone says something that annoys you, uh, and again, what you said, asking, because you, you could be like, like there's loads of things that annoy me, but I never freak out people and never because they have a quick mental note of like, oh yeah, that just annoys me because that reminds me of something from my like childhood or whatever. Like, uh, I can't think of a good example right now, but but yeah, just doing that mental note of why is this triggering? Yeah. Because the other person probably, it, th- th- what they're saying doesn't hold as much weight to it as it would for you. Yeah, they just they just said I like pineapples. <laughs> yeah, not pineapples. And then you're like, fuck this cunt, <laughs> this fucking asshole. He knows that I fell into a pineapple batch <laughs> when I was a young kid and couldn't climb out. Well, jealousy. So jealousy for me is like a huge trigger word. I spent my life making sure that I never looked and ounced jealous of anything, and I have experienced jealousy, but it took a while to realize that that you know that everybody experiences a little bit of jealousy yeah. but i grew up in a household where with someone who was extremely jealous of me of everything of everybody of like toxic jealousy so when i hear the word jealousy i'm like Ugh, like it's like a like like when americans hear the word, word cunt you know um but when you use the word jealousy it's like when an irish person uses the word cunt <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> you know so it's like finding that kind of remembering that you have a different definition um and you have a different experience associated with that word uh yeah so yeah all this because of the happy podcast yeah um can we take a take a sh- a turn and yeah. take a shift i think we're gonna shift? take a shit and i was like <laughs> can, you not, can you not wait 15 <laughs> minutes for fuck's sake uh you suggested before we did this when we figure out what to talk about uh i do some inventions around sex and dating so leland has a invention based podcast firstly though with with that what we all talked about up top that sounds good right yeah now i'm having one of those insecure moments where i'm like oh it's great (laughs) okay good you know because sometimes i'll do the podcast and be like even if i do solo i'm like what did i just waffle on (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay good 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 because i actually it's funny before you go on to the inventions i will just say well uh Okay, and I'll say this while I'm looking it up because literally earlier I saved a post w- about what we're talking about. So that's really wow. funny, like an Instagram post. So I just have to find out how to find it. But um, Leland, tell them about your podcast and then I'll I'll say what I thought it would be fun you doing on the podcast. So tell okay. them about yours. So I have a podcast. It's all about inventions. Um, and it's just me and a friend. We have a guest on and we will uh, just just come up with silly dumb invention ideas for things mainly problems that don't need to be solved we'll come up with a solution for them and um it's just fun and goofy so katie was like uh before we did this she's like maybe you could do some sex and dating uh invention ideas and uh at first i was like i don't know but i've thought of a couple yeah because you know my uh, guy i went to college with he entered this how do you find out what you've saved oh here we go so he entered this uh, competition a long, long time ago with his friend and it was a sex toy competition and they m- invented this glove, like this masturbating female glove. I think that was it. But anyway, the, it was the friend and he helped them design it, but you know, they like still get royalties from it. So yeah. and it was just like a wacky invention. But before you do that, I'll just say, so the post I saved, oh my God, I just spot you. Sorry about that. Um, when we're taught when we're taking somebody else's behavior personally, it's very hard to respond with curiosity. Yeah. So that's like, really good. So like when you're like, Oh, my friend fucking knows 
that I don't like to ha- take phone calls at 8 p.m. Why does she keep calling me at 8 p.m.? She's so inconsiderate. Um, but it might be that when you're telling your friend, oh, I don't like taking calls. At- this is a this is the worst. When example you're telling yet. your friend, I don't like taking calls at 8 p.m. They're like, oh, maybe it doesn't apply to close friends. Yeah. And maybe it's just like I don't like business calls or I don't yeah, like calls from people I don't so know. So they're not being like rude. They just haven't. You just have to take that extra step in yeah. communication and find out why do they keep needing to call at 8 p.m.? What's going on? But this is saying you're so angry and annoyed that you're not you don't even want to learn yeah you're not able to go well why do they need to what's going on with them like why are they so lonely that they have to keep like yeah that too because maybe you pick up the phone and they're like the first thing is like hey i know you don't like taking calls at 8 p.m i'm so sorry i really needed to talk to you so it says we'll finish reading this and then we'll go back to your inventions it says has this happened to you before your friend or partner seems to be a little quieter than usual their texts maybe seem more blunt they've responded They've not responded for a lot longer than they'd usually take. <laughs> they said they'd call, but they didn't, which is just funny because if that were you, I'd be like, uh, hello, fucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your br- but we're, you know, we're together longer. So, but your brain instantly goes into panic mode. Uh, first, it, it perhaps responds with anxiety. And so then she's just going on like, oh my God, they hate me. What I've done something wrong. And then perhaps it switches to blaming the other person. They've, they're doing this on purpose. They're such a bad friend, partner. How dare they have done nothing wrong? It often swings back fo- uh, back and forth, back and forth. Shame, then blame. Shame, then blame. Sorry, I didn't realize this was like a poem. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, am I really reading that right? <coughs> Is my microphone still on? Oh my God. When we first started doing this, my microphone was on. Yeah, uh, it's, it's on. When our brain makes another person's behavior means something about us we automatically become very defensive at it and that's so true like if your boss comes in and is like you know is like oh this 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 place really needs to be cleaned they're probably just saying the place needs to be cleaned but when you feel insecure about a new job you're like oh they're saying i'm bad at cleaning yeah and it's like ah, you just you just go sure i'll get on it now and it's so much easier god when i think about how like insecure i used to be in like work environments and defensive like yeah you know i'm cleaning now and it's like now i just go oh yeah cool i can rinse that in a second like because i'm like yeah it's just they're just talking they don't it's not, yeah it's not that a lot of times it's like they're just speaking out loud this needs to get done by the collective yeah i don't care who does it just just needs to get done not why haven't you done this? Yeah, you I know? was so like always trying to prove myself to everybody as well, which is like a level of, I guess, narcissism and it because who gives a fuck? Just do you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, we either feel anxious and become desperate for their approval or we feel angry and resentful because we believe they're making us feel negatively. Um, making in quotation marks because I think that's important. No one can really make you feel anything. I guess you would just experience it. One thing we certainly aren't feeling is curious. Uh, when we're basing what we want why can't i read when we're basing what we get to think and feel about ourselves on their actions we become totally us focused but when we know we'll love ourselves and think highly of ourselves no matter what anybody else thinks or feels we can then respond with more compassion curiosity towards the person yeah because if your partner has had a weird day and they're not they haven't text back all day instead of being like oh my god is this because i didn't give them the pineapple yesterday <laughs> You can be like, oh my yeah, God. Your boss is like, this place is filthy with pineapples. Yeah. <laughs> but you, yeah, but you know, you'd hope that you'd be like, oh my God, I hope everything's okay. Um, and when yeah. they do eventually text back, you know, being like, oh my God, uh, is everything all right? And they were like, yeah, we just had a, a shitty day and I just needed a bit of headspace by myself. And then people are always like, so I, we're watching Breaking Bad now and the Skylar girl kind of annoys me a bit because I know he shouldn't be cooking meth, but the, but the wife's all like, 
where you like not understanding if he needs time alone, which mm. kind of annoys yeah. me. But even though she's right, because he's cooking meth. But still, <laughs> if nobody's behavior ever meant anything about your worth or value, imagine how you could respond from a place of curiosity instead of from anxiety and defensiveness. Imagine how differently you could show up if you weren't approaching it with a frantic urgency, but in but with ca- calmness and compassion instead. Uh, these are the thoughts that have worked for me try them on and see if they feel good to you like it's a jacket um i actually have no idea what's going on in their brain right now and it's possible my brain is entirely wrong when it assumes it is something about me and no matter what's going on for them i get to choose how i think and feel about myself if i was simply curious about what was going on for them how might i show up for the situation which is like yes so it's just like probably not about you. Yeah. It's probably not about you. Probably not. Yeah. So let's talk about your sex inventions. Um. So I have one dating. Oh, but wait. Okay. Did, did the podcast listeners know? Because I was looking at that. It's like silly, unrealistic inventions. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes I will. I'll always come with an invention. And sometimes I'll think this is going to be silly and dumb. And. Uh, the people on with me will be like, no, that's great. Someone should invent that. Or I'll think this is a great idea and they'll be like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever <laughs> heard. So I never know if it's going to be silly or real. Okay. Um, but I always think they're fun ideas. So this first one is a dating one. And this might already be a thing that exists. Uh, and if it doesn't, it might exist soon after this. Um, but I think there should be a dating app where you put in uh, what you'd like to do as a first date and then it matches people based on that. So it has a bunch of first date ideas. And oh. you like select what you'd want to do as a first date. And they're like wild. Like they'd have to have people constantly making new ideas for first dates. And then um, maybe you like pay a premium and they like pay for your date as well. Oh. And then it'll like your swipes will all be people that have selected uh go kayaking around manhattan Ugh, these are I, I, as you're saying i'm like i already will hate all the first dates well good ones you know they'll i'll hate the good ones there'll be so many there'll be yeah. a there'll be a big team picking these first dates okay so you'll there'll be one that you'll like okay okay oh, so um, what's your next invention that's it <laughs> no riffs or anything <laughs> no talking about it all right, we'll just rapid I, fire through these three invention ideas. I don't like it. I think it's a. T- I just don't think it's a good. I what <laughs> about it? Do you not like? So, um, I just think. Well, now I gotta also find out if I like the first date thing. You know, dating apps are so hard. I gotta swipe on your face. I gotta. I gotta. F- well, okay. Firstly, I hate dating apps. I've decided. Yeah. Because right now, I think the huge problem with dating is that we've all become super fucking visual um, and only into and picking, of course, you're going to pick the hottest person out of your selection. It's making us very vain. Sure. You pick the hottest person. Well, maybe if your selection is all based on... Oh, you're, but you're saying... So the way I heard it was that I got to find the face I like. I got to find the blurbs I like. Because let's face it, the blurbs are always second. We always go no, to the fucking no, no. face. So this and is... now I got to also match with on whether I want to skydive or not. No, so this is like <laughs> at the beginning of the app. They give you a bunch of options oh, for first dates. First. You pick that first. Okay, I have a counter app. Okay. At the beginning of the app, it has casual relationship, relationship that leads to kids, 
relationship that leads to marriage, religious relationship, uh, polyamorous relationship, monogamous. And I only match with people who want the same thing. Sure. I think that'd be great. And I don't even see their faces before I click those buttons. Yeah. And then uh, I can sue you if you've been in the relationship one and you don't want a relationship. Yeah. yeah. You can get like fined. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to like put your credit card down yeah. and they will take out a deposit. Yeah. And it has to be shown that you like, you know, that, well, I guess then we just don't want vengeful people getting on and be like, this bastard wouldn't marry me. But you know what I mean? It can't, if it's show, if you had like a couple of exes on you, like you've just been hooking up with people. Yeah. Maybe you have to like sign a contract that says you will go on at least three dates if you want to have the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go on. Yeah. Because you don't want to, you don't want to be like, yeah, I want a relationship. Just not with that person. And then they're like, well, I'm suing you because you don't have a relationship. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. no, just not with you. No, 100%. Yeah. Okay. So what was the next? So that, yeah, that. You you get it. You pick the things <laughs> and then you match with people that have a similar interest. Um, the other two are sex related ones. Oh, you know why I don't like your that other idea too? Because I went dating apps and I went, had like so many first dates, like hundreds of first dates that I would just go for a tea daytime. Wasn't feeling the vibe. I can get the fuck out of there. So you're saying I'm going to be stuck with some fucker in a kayak around Manhattan? No, thank you, <laughs> sir. So I would never click on those. I'd be just clicking on coffee the whole coffee time. The whole time? <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, time is money, and I don't have either right now. Sure. Um, the other mentions, one is like um, condoms that have uh, one side is a different color. So you know what side is the side that rolls down. Oh, okay that's that's good practical right very practical because sometimes you try and roll it down on the one side and you're real embarrassed do you no but oh. like <laughs> maybe if you're in like a first yeah uh hookup situation okay that's practical what's next um and there's like a follow-up to that maybe like uh magnetic condoms okay i don't want no magnets in my vagina <laughs> Well, hear me out. It's like the scrub song. The scrub song? I don't want no... No? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, neither does anybody listening. Um, But like if you have piercings, it'll keep it magnet on the penis so the condom won't fall off. Why does the condom fall off when you have a piercing? No. I just think that's a problem that people have had sometimes. Wait, what are you talking about? Haven't you ever heard of condoms falling off? Oh, but you need to have a piercing to stop it falling off? Yeah. That's I've part had of a it. condom condom fall off inside me, but I, if I'm honest, they they fall off because men are out here like, oh, I have this jumbo, I need the jumbo condom with their tiny little fucking, and it's totally fine if you have a small penis disclaimer, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, be just wear the right size condom. And I think there's a big a bit of bravado with some men where they're like, I need the Magnum, and it's like mm, you could just yeah. get your regular condom. Chill, girls don't. We don't even notice that until it's until it's we have to fish it out of us. <laughs> and you just like unroll it and you're like jesus yeah. this is not this is not what i saw earlier <laughs> yeah this is the cause of the problem but um yeah. um okay here's the last one uh i hear like uh women talk about sometimes how they like they'll still see a big penis and be like i don't think i can handle that i love how you're like i hear this <laughs> yeah well i i'm not a woman i i, I don't know from personal experience oh i just was saying that you said it as in as if no one had said that to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that too. <laughs> um, 
I think it would be nice if a woman had like uh, a mold of her vagina that she could like test out on the penis. Oh yeah. And see like, oh, this this is not gonna work. You can see now that this doesn't yeah. fit at all. We'll wrap this up here. Yeah. Well, you see, the only thing that we like the vagina can stretch really big when it's um turned on. Hmm. So the, it can stretch with the penis. So maybe you have two molds. Oh, yeah. But you also will know because if you're not, if you get freaked out and you get scared about it, you'll clench up. So you have it's, three molds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you got to be confident and like want that and be like comfortable. Like you'll still be turned on because once you stop being turned on, like even the small, a smaller penis will hurt. Hmm. Because it's like your vagina is not opening up for it. I don't know where I read that, but it's like as it gets turned on, it can get bigger and bigger. So yeah, maybe like a single mold that <laughs> has really three s- these molds. that has three settings on it. How do you it. plan to mold the vagina? Um, with like a plaster, they do it before. Have do you they? not seen that? Yeah, Jesus. uh, porn stars will have molds made of their vagina so that they can sell sex toys that are their exact vagina. How do they even do that? Pour like the the plaster in the yeah. That's wild. There should be a mold made of that girl's arse that we saw in porn that time. I still think about that, but in a horrified way. <laughs> yeah. Just opened up like a mouth and let that big willy in there. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That was all I could think of in short, such short notice for I mean, that's great. I don't have any inventions. Well, I wish I had... I wish there was an invention to like... Uh, just kind of like a switch where I could just be automatically turned on and another switch where I could be automatically relaxed. So I feel like for a woman, sometimes you're just like, okay, we're going to have sex. Now I got to like get all those. Like if I have a really busy week or I've had like a lot of shit in my head, it's hard to just kind of turn off where men are just like, men are really good at compartmentalizing all that stuff for whatever reason. I think like, sometimes i'll just be like oh but i gotta do the i gotta do the laundry and i gotta and it's just hard to like yeah but um what i we didn't have a chance to do today and we're not going to do because i don't want to go too much longer but uh, i found this glossary of sex terms so sex terms explain 70 sex terms you should know if you don't know already so in the next few episodes i'll do that i'll do about the crime versus um then there was also this uh new stds so let's just do that to scare us all of course sure and then there was these weird stories like sex stories i found i don't know they're like really weird but uh they could be fun to to read out like weird sex news stories from like a trashy uk newspaper so i was gonna do any of those if we didn't but we kind of we kind of ended up chit-chatting about yeah yeah so basically don't take it personally yes don't take it personally um figure out what first date you want to do <laughs> get yourself a vagina mold to figure out what penis can fit in there my advice for the week is to because i'm thinking about this is stop dating for hotness mm. um it, oh i mean sorry everybody just went what no i mean date for hotness if you just want to have sex but if you're looking for a relationship you gotta 
date for the qualities and let those qualities be attractive because I think that's where a lot of like I know a lot of my you know people in the past who were looking for partners and myself and everything and sometimes you're like oh this person is like charming and attractive and then they're not what you would want long term anyway like there was there was certain people where it's like yeah they were like hot but like oh my god the way they like what I wanted long term would have never they just want it all yeah, and that's not, that's another thing as well. That's not realistic. Well, it is with you. Oh, thank you so much, you lovely liar. <laughs> I was going to say, you got it all with oh, me. Oh, <laughs> you talking about me? Hey, tell me you got yeah, it all with no, me. No, I got oh, it all okay, with you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, my point is like, um, um, yeah, that I think before people were easily satisfied because it was like small towns or whatever. And you kind of just, you worked on the things. And I think now it's like, well, I want, I remember one time a friend saying uh, that they'd just been treated terribly by this person. I don't think I said this in the podcast before. And I was like, you can never let someone treat you like that again. They were like, yeah, I know. I'm going to really try my best. And then I said something about, okay, so let's do a list. Like, what are the qualities you want? And straight away, she was like, over six, six tree or six four. Something Jesus. Like, and I was like... Or something like, yeah, something like over six, two or three. Does like she need her cabinets fixed? <laughs> Why is she going for that high? I mean, I can fix cabinets. I'll just get a stool. But I was like, and I was like, wait a second. So you wouldn't date anyone less height than that? And she was like, no way. Like straight away, no way. Like nearly crashed us into a tree when I said it. And I was like, okay, but can you take that attitude with gaslighting cunts that you have been given attention to? Yeah. So like, we know. tombstone's going to read died single but didn't settle for under six four yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's like there's some there you can't just it's just annoying that you can take such a stance on hype but not on like a shitty you know so it's like really like uh, if you're looking for a relationship look at the qualities you want long term and and not i think yeah i think dating apps are making people maybe a bit vain sure and we also like how we look with our partner like how do, do we look good together and instagram has made that like do we look good on instagram do we look good for so our maybe friends? a caveat for the first date one is that they you don't get to see their pictures yeah you know yeah yeah because uh i just think we are a generation of like instagram and posting everything how do we look and it, it is a bit i'm not saying hey love ourselves love how we look uh, I didn't think we would look good together and that was something that crossed my mind when we first started dating because it was just like I don't know I never saw you that way if I'm mm-hmm. honest I knew you kind of for a few years you're always quiet and I'm loud <laughs> you're like in the corner I'm talking to everybody yeah it works it out turns out that works out really well and um, it never even really occurred to me to even think about posting you on Instagram because it was in our relationship and when we did you know, it was like a nice thing to do. And people were like, oh, my God, you guys are so cute together. And I was like, well, I guess we are. <laughs> <laughs> my point is that was never an important part of it. And it's like, yeah, having someone you can have the crack with and come home to. And like, I mean, some of the people that I, I mean, and we also don't fuck all the time, if we're honest. Yeah. Um, You know, we have like a healthy amount of sex, but it's not all about sex either. Which is really nice. And I think I had dated people before where it was like, I wouldn't want to talk to them, you know? Yeah. So it's like finding that balance. It's, yeah, it can't be like, 
sex five times a night, but also I want to stay up all night talking to you, but also I want you to be my best friend, but also I want you to provide for me, but also I want to provide for myself because I'm an independent woman. <laughs> but also, you know, there's like, like pick a realistic list and kind of work on it. Absolutely. Is that good advice? Yeah. I'm on, I'm on my period, so I feel very insecure. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, another thing as well. For all the women listening, this is about three days of the month where uh, we before we get our period, where it's like, you're like, uh, you feel all the things that we talked about earlier. Like, where didn't they text me? What's going on with my job? And then you get your period and you're like, my fucking body. So <laughs> we yeah. also all as women go through that at least once a month for a day or two. That like feeling, because it's a rush of hormones. Can we go... I was asking the question to you in my mind over and over again. Stop. I'm Tell ready. Podcast. You get a bumpy knee. I know. Um, is that real? Yeah. Is that part of your leg or did you well, walk into the table? We could talk about it after. <laughs> 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 uh, you can find me at uh, Leland Comedy on Instagram, TikTok. And my podcast, if you want to hear more inventions, not just about sex and dating, uh, it's the Idiot's Catalog, spelled the American way. C-A-T-A-L-O-G. Yeah, we're on Instagram, TikTok, all those. Uh, You can also email us at theidiotscatalog at gmail.com. And uh, please go sign up to the Patreon, Patreon forward slash the shift podcast. Uh, Two solo episodes extra a month and stand up clips uh, that I don't post online and stand up like jokes in progress and all that stuff and then the video from here will be up there and if you could go rate review that'd be amazing as well well i would love that tell your friends tell your families and um any ideas or guest suggestions please dm me at katie boyle comic love you all goodbye bye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.